The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Falling Through the Cracks. Feel alive and thrive with Dr. Rebecca Risk. Do you ever feel that even though nothing seems seriously wrong and you pass all the medical tests, that you still feel that your health, pain, and fatigue are completely out of control? It doesn't have to be that way. Listen to the tips and suggestions given on our program today and take back control of your health. Now, here is Dr. Rebecca Risk. Hi, and welcome to Falling Through the Cracks. Today, we're joined by Laura Anderson and Nikki Allstetter, who are the authors of the book, Pain-Free Posture Handbook. They're dedicated to inspiring intelligent movement that integrates and awakens awareness to enhance the quality of life. So, Laura and Nikki, welcome to the show. Hi, thank, thank you. you. Um, so, what brought you to, to write this book together? Well, um, we've been business partners for about 13 years, owning Pilates Studios in Studio City, uh, California, as well as Austin, Texas, and Santa Barbara. So we've had the opportunity to work with several clients over the years, um, teaching Pilates, Gyrotonic, Franklin Method, all kinds of beautiful movement modalities. And, you know, one, it's really amazing. We've had this incredible opportunity to work with so many people, um, but maybe they come only once a week. And so we realized that there was a, a big need to in, bring awareness to posture and movement away from the one hour a week uh, at the studio. And so, you know, when we created this book, it was really about helping our clients and our friends and our loved ones realize that, you know, they're getting better at what they practice throughout all those the other hours of the day that they're not doing Pilates or movement. So whether it's brushing their teeth or driving or cooking, like what is the state of their posture? Are they tucked under? Are they slouching? You know, so we wanted to help them really have awareness in the seemingly insignificant moments of their life um, to bring, to have a better relationship with their bodies, to their posture, and give them little tips and just simple exercises that would help them have better posture and therefore feel better in their bodies. So how, how important is posture for us? I mean, we hear about that and we were all told to sit up straight when we were younger, but, um, you know, I know we, we forget about this as we get older and then sometimes we wonder why we have, you know, sore shoulders and, you know, we are all sitting at computers. Um, but what, what impact does that have on us um, in our day-to-day if we don't have that correct posture? Hi, it's Laura. I just wanted to um, answer that question. Um, so we are actually meant to move. The human body is meant to move, and we need to embrace um, healthy posture because that is going to influence every aspect of our life, from our circulation in our body to how our organs work to how we feel emotionally as well as physically. And what's happening in today's world is, 
It's much more technologically driven. It's much more sedentary. You know, we sit, we drive, we eat dinner, we might watch TV, or we're definitely in front of a screen for a long, you know, a lot, a long time during each day. So, you know, over time, that's going to start to compress our spine and cause wear and tear and pain. And so posture is really key. I mean, you know, it's as basic as um, if you're feeling good in your body and you're confident, you're going to have better posture and vice versa, that you're going to feel better and have more confidence if you have healthy, strong posture that's functional. So um, what we really are hoping that happens with this book is that you, um, each person out there tells a story with their life, so their posture tells a story. So we want people to have some solid tips on how to improve their posture, whether they're at work, at home, or on the go. And that's kind of our goal with the book and, and why we believe posture is so important because we know you're going to feel a lot better if you have healthy posture and, and good function in your body. So, and so what it change. We don't work in crops anymore in fields. We kind of need to practice it. So what do you mean by everybody's posture tells a story? Is there something that you can tell when you're looking at how someone's standing or sitting? Absolutely. I mean, if you think about it, everything we do sculpts our reality. It sculpts our bodies. It sculpts our, like, if we're driving every day, if we're in a car for 10 hours a day, then, or whatever, 10 hours a week, we're going to actually that's how our body is getting sculpted. It's practicing that behavior. So we know what we get, we get better at what we practice. So if that's what we're doing all, you know, every day sitting, as Laura was saying, then we're going to get better at sitting. And if we don't have awareness of that over time, that's going to create compression of the discs. Um, And it's going to tell a story of pain. (laughs) Actually, what can start to happen is wear and tear, pain, imbalance, poor nutrition, all kinds of things. So when, when somebody comes into our studio and we work with clients, we're definitely, those are some of the main questions we're asking. Like, what do you do every day? What are your hobbies? You know, things like that, because it does sculpt, sculpt the body. And I do feel um, um, that, you know, you look at someone who's lived a long life and you see sort of where they've been in their life. There's definitely people we see, um, or that we know in our families, loved ones that are very hunched over, that, you know, have what we call kyphosis or like that hump in their upper back and they, they've gotten shorter and they're compressed. And, and that doesn't just happen overnight. That is a long, long time. And, and we all kind of find ourselves, I mean, Nikki and I, were, we're in our 40s and you're like, how did 20 years just go by? You know, so how little choices we make really do add up and it's not, it doesn't have to be... Um, super hard. You just have to be committed to it, right? So it's not that posture is um, challenging. It's that you have to practice it and that once you do, you're going to like it better and want to do it more. But when we sit, we want to sit more. So it's easy to kind of go, nah, it just feels better to sit. But later on down the road, maybe five years, maybe in a year, maybe in 10 years, you're going to see the results of just not really being conscious of how important posture is. And ultimately, I think you're more fatigued when you have poor posture. Um, You're not available for the fun things you want to do in your life, like your family or your extracurricular activities, or even just to be really productive on your job. 
you have to look at how you're sitting at your desk. You have to stand up more often. You have to move around. You have to shift what you're doing so that that's going to help you do what you're doing in your day a lot better and it's going to feel better and your body's going to be more efficient and that's kind of essential I think when we're talking about posture. Well I I remember the first time I was looking into um, you know how I was my posture was and where my pain was coming from I read in a book that and I had never thought about this before but we're not meant to sit and our bodies are mm-hmm. made for that mm-hmm. and that's that's what we do all day <laughs> you know i sit right. on my way to work i sit at work i sit when i go home and you know i'll work out in there and obviously you know do some activities but i'm i'm probably sitting for 8 to 10 hours a day right yeah 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 it's not yeah. how it used to be so now you really do have to seek out ways to move but they even have done studies now that is the new smoking. It's slowly killing people. And even if you do exercise, it doesn't really combat the other eight to 10 hours you sit. It's good, but you have to make some adjustments throughout your day. And so that's what we're, Nikki and I are really passionate about is like, we want these adjustments to be easy and fun and little simple, you know, two to three to five minute exercises that you can just put in your day. Like Nikki was saying, when you're brushing your teeth or when you're making dinner, do a little stretch, or when you're about to take a coffee break, you know, like <laughs> getting your friends at the office, or just even standing up and putting your computer up for a while really does help. Um, yeah, well, I mean, your, your book is thing, easy and fun. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry about that. Go ahead. I was just going to say, your book is easy and fun, so I think you did make it that way as well, um, recognizing that, that people are, um, you know, really busy, and but this is something we need to change in our lives as well, but we none of us have an hour every day to do, um, you know, a lot of exercises to correct it, so, you know, adding in just a few things for a few minutes and, and seeing the, the changes, I think, is, is more helpful and a little more realistic, it seems. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And one thing that is really foundational to posture is breathing, and we do, you know, we as humans take at least 20,000 breaths every day, so can you imagine taking, like, of those and just focusing a little bit and the results can be pretty profound. And that's something that um, maybe Nikki can take us through a little breathing exercise right now with all of our listeners, because it's just a fun little experiment on how to, you know, notice your breath and also notice how that might affect our posture. Do you want to do that? Yeah. I'd like that. Go ahead. Absolutely. Well, one thing is like, well, (laughs) no matter what we're doing, I think sometimes we get really focused on what we're doing in the world, but we forget like, oh my gosh, I'm in a body. And it's the one thing we all have and we can't really leave home without it. And yet we're all, you know, obviously our body is breathing or else we wouldn't be alive. However, just by dropping into our breath and starting to connect inward, um, that posture, the diaphragm is one of our main postural muscles in our body. So let's just, wherever you are, whether you're driving or sitting, we're probably all sitting. So just take a moment and just notice your breath. Before you make any adjustments, just notice 
are you breathing into, are you doing shallow breaths or can you really sense where your breath is occupying the spaces your breath is occupying in your body? And on the next, just, just take a nice inhale through your nose and imagine that you're smelling fresh mountain air, really receiving the breath. And notice where you take it in, in your body. And then just exhale it out. Think about letting go of any stress that's already happened this morning, letting go yesterday. And again, just inhale through the nose really effortlessly, like you're trying to smell something. So you're really taking in the breath. And then just exhaling it out. And again, on this next inhale, we'll do one more. As you inhale, notice how your spine starts to get taller and the ribs start to expand out to the sides because the diaphragm is expanding. And then as you exhale, feel a sense of like the core, like your abdominals and your back muscles, maybe just more containment. And now just come back to the moment and notice, register how you feel. How do you feel, Rebecca? How does that feel after just taking three big, deep breaths in? Uh, definitely more relaxed. I'm, I'm sitting straighter, and uh, um, which, which I think is what you said. You'll notice the, the spine um, getting straighter just by that expansion, which right. is what, I, what I'm feeling. Like yeah. feeling. Yeah. <laughs> do you like that feeling? <laughs> I yeah. do. <laughs> I like being expanded instead of, you know, um, hunched over a desk, which is what I'm doing right now. <laughs> right, exactly. So what's cool, what's really important, too, about, like, taking a breath is just to go, wow, how do I feel about how, registering the change, right? Just registering, wow, I feel taller, I feel a little less compressed. And actually saying that out loud or letting your nervous system register, there was a change that just happened. And it's because we always focus, often we focus on the negative feelings and what the problems are in our bodies. Oh, I have slouching, I have pain. But when we notice and we can start to recognize, oh, that felt really good. All I did was three simple breaths. It took like 10 seconds and wow, that felt better. That's what we're wanting to instill with this book is like how to actually make a change. Even if it's a, you know, a 0.1% change, it's still a change. And when we register it, then there's potential to have more of those moments in our day. And our brain is super malleable and it allows us to learn new instruments, new languages, and it can do the same with posture. So you can change your posture at any point in your life. Your body will respond to it, you know? So it's kind of cool that, we can, you know, reset our, we can actually make positive, healthy changes in posture and our body will really like it, but we do have to work at it a little bit. Um, I do, um, I, I, I like the, you know, the, the breathing only takes, it only took a few seconds to do that. So we can all pause in our day, do that, and it will help more than our posture. Obviously, we'll calm down and breathe better and digest better and uh, be more mindful. Mm-hmm. Um, 
We are going to take a quick break, so I want to um, talk about this more when we get back. Today we're talking with Laura Anderson and Nikki Allstetter. They are the author- authors of the book Pain-Free Posture Handbook, and we're going to be back shortly, so stay tuned. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. The largest syndicated alternative health talk program has come to the Voice America Network. The Dr. Bob Martin Show is the program that will answer your health questions and help you to heal your own body of many different ailments. Each week, you'll hear the answers that Dr. Bob gives to his callers that help them to be their own doctor most of the time. We'll also discuss developments on the health care front and what you need to do to keep your body in top form. The Dr. Bob Martin Show airs Wednesday mornings at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. We are bombarded with information daily about happy life strategies, beauty products, and business success ideas. Are they truly going to make a change or just take the change out of your pocket? Tune in to Shelly's Show and Tell with host Shelly Hancock. Shelly will explore and recommend proven business ideas as well as show you how to use the law of attraction to create health, happiness, and a prosperous business. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health and Wellness. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Falling Through the Cracks with your host, Dr. Rebecca Risk. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email directly to Dr. Risk. The email address is anantacalgary at gmail.com. Now, back to Falling Through the Cracks. Feel alive and thrive. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Today, we're talking to Laura Anderson and Nikki Allstetter. Um, They are the authors of the Pain-Free Posture Handbook. Uh, So, Laura and Nikki, um, we're talking about bad posture and how that can affect us. And uh, one thing that I do know when I'm, um, you know, assessing people um, for acupuncture, that sometimes they don't realize that their posture is off because, um, you know, there's something going on structurally that they're not aware of. How can somebody uh, know that that's something that they need to work on how can they assess themselves and then realize that they need to make a change well hi it's Laura one thing you can do is just have a friend take a picture of you while you're sitting at your desk or on your cell phone (laughs) and um, you will get a very clear picture of just how intense like the curvature in your upper shoulder area in the back and your neck getting forward looking down and you'll see it all the time out there in the world nowadays so it's pretty much I would say 99.9% of everybody needs to work on posture even people with healthy posture need to continue to work on it but but it is true some people come in and they're like no this is this is good posture so you know sometimes when you see from an outside point of view something a picture of yourself you're like wow over time, that's definitely not going to be good for my neck if I'm looking down all the time while I'm texting or responding to emails or things like that. So um, that's something we kind of do with people that is pretty, you know, 
it's an eye opener for most people to really see the angle, right, um, of their body. But we also do have a couple um, sections in our book where you can check your standing posture and your body alignment by, you know, just noticing where your head is in a relationship to your torso and do your shoulders round forward, which directions are your palms facing. There's a nice little kind of assessment you can do from head to toe that um, it's really helpful to go like, okay, where is my posture really and how does it line up according to one string hanging from the ceiling? It should go through certain points of your body. It's called a plumb line. And if you're forward or back from that central plumb line or axis, then your body isn't going to work as well for you. It can't absorb force. It can't, you know, respond to gravity and tension like it should. So there's going to be wear and tear eventually. And that's sort of ultimately what sneaks up on us as humans, I think. Suddenly you're like, I don't know why my back hurts all of a sudden. But there's definitely probably cause to that. It could be posturally related, maybe not. But, um, you know, so there's ways to assess it. you can also, I mean, talk to somebody like a Pilates instructor or somebody who's in the health industry like an acupuncturist or somebody along those lines, chiropractor, physical therapist that will go like, okay, here's what you need to work on. Like we need to open up these areas and strengthen these areas or, you know, this is as far as more exercise modalities go, you know, that's always a good option too for people. So can you just explain to us what, um, say we're standing and looking at a mirror, which I think people listening can do now if they're at home, what should we look Uh like when we're just looking at ourselves standing? So basically, when you're standing, as uh, this is Nikki, when Laura mentioned, um, so if you're standing, the idea is that you want to have balanced awareness in the front and the back of the body. So we all know what poor posture looks like. So it, what might be helpful is just to assume a, well, I was going to say assume a poor posture. So if you were to round forward and really stick your chin out and feel how that tightens, the, like exaggerate what you think your posture is first. So then you can kind of feel the correction. So if you let your shoulders round forward, you might feel some tightness in your pecs, in the front body, in the chest. And your head probably will come forward a little bit more and there'll be some tightness in the back of the neck. And so the idea is first you want to just feel your feet on the earth to correct this. So standing up, separate your feet hip distance apart, really balance on top of, so feel your feet. Imagine there's a tripod in your foot, like the big toe, the pinky toe and the heel. And then you want to sense a kinetic chain, like an alignment from the ground up. So you have your ankles and your knees and your hip joints, and then really feel your pelvis all over the top of where your hip joints are. Most people think their hip joints are where the front of the pelvis is, but the hip joints are actually a little bit closer to the pubic bone. So really centering on your your femur heads, sensing the pelvis. You want to make sure the pelvis isn't tucked under or that the pelvis isn't arched forward like, like a a gymnast back, we want to have like a balance of the pelvis. If you imagine it as a bowl, you want it to be, you don't want the water to spill out the front of the bowl or the water to spill out the back of the bowl, but you want it to be kind of right there in the middle. So the bowl is balancing the water there. And then from that, the spine 
has natural curves. So the spine is not straight. That's a myth. I think a lot of people think the spine might be straight, but the spine has these beautiful curves um, like a wave or a spring so it can absorb forces in the body. If you want to imagine um, the natural curves of your spine, so if you are standing up against the wall, the lumbar spine, the low, the five lumbar spine, the, the, the low back, they would slightly come forward off the wall. And then your thoracic spine, it would, it would be a little bit further back, like if it would be touching the wall. And then your, your neck would, would also go forward, just like your, lumbar, um, like your lumbar spine. And then you'd have your head on top of your spine. So one thing you can do is take your pointer fingers and place them right behind your ear, like in that little little hole right at the base of the skull behind the ear. And that's where the top of the spine is. And if you can imagine your skull sitting on top of your spine like a golf ball on a tee. So really balanced and making sure the chin isn't jetting forward. But there's a sense of like you had a ponytail kind of in the back of the head that's drawing up and back. You want the head to be balanced on top of the head. The back neck of the neck muscles are open. And then just sensing the shoulders melting away from the ears, the shoulder blades gliding down, like just gently like on top of the rib cage, like in the direction if you had in your shoulder blades are going in the direction of your back pocket. There's not a lot of tension and force. They're just gently relaxed. And then your arms and your collarbones are nice and open. And the arms, you want to make sure the palms aren't turned in. Um, if, the, if the palms are turned in, it usually means the upper arm bone is turned in, which usually means the shoulders are up and rounded forward. So if you just turn the palms out, just relax, that is kind of what you want to feel. Head-to-toe alignment. So when when we're looking at this, and I know um, this was mentioned earlier, um, that we can change this, but a lot of people, you know, they believe, well, this is um, the way I've been my whole life, and they've some resistance to change. Um, wh- what are what are your thoughts on getting people to to work on their posture, and 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 how much work is it, and, and are they able to make those changes even if they're at an older age? Uh, I think, um, well, I I always tell people, like, when you were a baby, you did not have back pain. (laughs) You had a, your body was moving, there's no tension in your shoulders. Like, we just, we weren't always like this. And so, and your body can 100% change. And Nikki and I really believe that. Um, But your body does what it is used to. It gets really good at what you practice. In fact, it even, like, gets stronger there because your body goes, oh, you know, Susie likes to stand like this, so I'm going to help her by actually laying more fascia or getting thicker, like supporting her in that posture. So it does take um, focus and dedication and attention and awareness to make these postural changes. Your body, once it does, is actually more efficient and will use less energy to um, maintain healthy posture than unhealthy posture. And there's a lot of muscles that need to be in balance to make that happen. So it isn't easy to do, but when you do it and you figure it out and you practice it, it's actually much more efficient and the results over time are going to be way better because you're not, you're going to be out of pain. You're going to be, you know, like we said earlier, you have more energy, less fatigue, a lot of positive benefits from 
doing this. Um, so you can always remind yourself. You're going to go back into maybe a little slouch. Sometimes we need to relax there. We don't say that, you know, rounded shoulders forward is bad. It's only bad if you're stuck there because what happens is certain muscles are short and tight and they're not available when they need to be used to, say, pick up something or, you know, when you're gardening, if you're really rounded forward and your spine doesn't have good alignment, then you're going to be really sore the next day. And and hopefully you don't get injured because those random things we kind of do all of a sudden and our body's not in good alignment, then we sometimes can hurt ourselves. And that's a big bummer because then you have to deal with that. So I do think like it doesn't, I, we've worked with clients up into their 90s and you can make good changes there. The body doesn't really know how old it is. It's our brain that does. So <laughs> muscles can, fascia can get lubricated again and muscles will move and strengthen. And, you know, there's a lot of things that go along with posture. It's obviously nutrition and having a good team of, you know, health practitioners around you to support that and making good choices in a lot of, you know, areas of your life. But you probably will want to if you have better posture because you're going to have more confidence and a boost of energy. So it's sort of they all go hand in hand, but you definitely can make changes. So you're, you're saying that um, we'll have more energy with good posture. And can you just explain how having what's happening with a bad posture of why we would have less energy? Sure. Um, this is Nikki. And when, when we have bad posture, so the spine, like Laura said, mentioned, if, you know, the spine is designed to move, like to arch and curl and rotate and side bend, and it's pretty dimensional in the ways it can move. But if we always live in one position over and over and over, and we get stuck there, so now there's compression in the spine. So not only does that mean it's compressing, compressing the discs, it's also compressing the nerves that come out of the spine that would run into that create the nerve supply for the liver or the, <laughs> the kidneys or there creates a stagnation right inside in the organ. Digestion starts to slow down. There's, um, when there's a slouching, there's actually a lot of compression on the brainstem, which if the head is forward, so our head weighs, what, 7 to 10 pounds. So for every inch it's forward off of its axis, it is 10 extra pounds of pressure. So if the head is three inches forward, that's 30 extra pounds of pressure that the body's having to adjust to and compensate for. That's in it. There's putting pressure on the brainstem. Again, all kinds of nerve problems can happen down to the arms, um, in the low back. And I mean, that's just <laughs> aside from the aesthetics of what that does. But so that's, those are some of the, not good things that happen from po- poor posture. Uh, well, the clarity's off. Yeah. 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 That, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so when we're uh, sitting all day, um, what should, where should somebody start if they realize, okay, I'm slouching in front of the computer and I've got these rounded shoulders. Um, Cause I think this is what most people are doing um, in their lives. This is where a lot of it comes from in, in my life. And most people I talk to is this um, sitting at a computer, staring at it. And uh, so what, what, where can somebody start to start turning that around? Well, I mean, start right where you're at with sitting and looking at your posture there. And, you know, 
Um, I think one thing that many experts agree on nowadays is that the more you sit, the more likely you're going to develop diabetes, heart disease, and other ailments and possibly die prematurely. That is not good, right? That's really, really not good. And it's sort of like a wake-up call, like just from sitting, right? And so um, we have to kick that habit. We have to kick that habit and begin to move. So we always say set a timer like every hour your timer goes off and it says get up and you just stand up and walk somewhere walk to throw the trash away walk to get some water walk to get your coffee or whatever you're going to do just get up and obviously switch your position maybe even buy a standing desk if that's not possible just stand up for a while and work standing or walk around while you make a conference call or something like that but back to just sitting there's some really good pointers that you just want to know Um, Let's say you're at your desk. You want to keep your feet flat on the floor. You want to adjust your chair so your hips are just a little bit higher, a few degrees higher than your knees, right? So you want to get some support for your low back with the chair. Normally, you want to be pushed back into it so you're really upright. And then that will allow your shoulders to relax down. And you want to make sure when you're looking at your computer screen, your eyes should be at eye level or just slightly below You don't want to be looking down at your screen. So you've got to get that screen up enough, and you want to have your forearms and your hands in good alignment so you don't get, you know, tennis elbow or golf elbow or, you know, pain in your your carpal tunnel, things like that, you know, could happen. If you're not careful with your alignment over many, many hours of sitting, um, you can also um, draw your chin slightly in and back, like we just talked about in uh, your alignment, and make sure your pelvis is stacked under your ribs, under your head. Like just thinking about little alignment um, awarenesses. But I do think sort of setting that timer is also helpful, and really getting on two feet and being conscious of the ground is very helpful because when you use your legs a little bit, you're less likely to slouch and. You're not holding all this. This is the sort of, as you practice it, you'll get better at it, and then it will become natural for you to be there and more comfortable. Uh, One of the sneakiest things about slouching and poor posture is it doesn't hurt at first. It almost feels easier to do. So we're slouching at our computers, and I'm working on a project, I'm writing, 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 and then three hours go by, and I'm like, I can't even get up, you know? (laughs) Like, like, oh, gosh, and, you know, everything's in pain. But it's not telling you immediately. So it's sort of like that's what's so hard about posture is it's not painful immediately. It's a slow process. It could be after three hours. So if you fix it, though, then you'll notice after working or being at work all day, you actually go home with more energy and you feel better, even though it took some more awareness, right? And mental awareness, like you have to be mentally checking in with your posture so okay so we're gonna (laughs) yeah that that makes a lot of sense I like the getting up a lot as well which I think um we should do for so many reasons but um you know Mm -hmm. that's Good advice for for everybody. Um, we're going to take a quick break. We're uh, speaking today with Laura Anderson and Nikki Allstetter. They are the authors of the Pain Free Posture Handbook. We're going to be back shortly, so stay tuned. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. 
Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. The show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Cancer Support Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Falling Through the Cracks with your host, Dr. Rebecca Risk. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email directly to Dr. Risk. The email address is anantacalgary at gmail.com. Now, back to Falling Through the Cracks. Feel alive and thrive. Hi, and welcome back. Today we're uh, talking with Laura Anderson and Nikki Allstetter. They are the authors of the book, Pain-Free Posture Handbook. Um, so when we're talking about how important posture is, but of course your your book is mostly exercises. And we spoke in the beginning about little things people can do during the day. Can um, you give me an example of one of your favorite exercises um, that somebody can start incorporating into their lives to make these slow changes? Sure. I mean, one of my favorite exercises, the book is divided into at home, at work, and on the go exercises. Um, So simple things you could do at home, at work. And one of my favorites at work is called shake and break. And it's... (laughs) It's, as we were talking earlier, just getting up and moving. But the shake and break is literally you just stand up and you shake your body, just shaking the body, um, loosening up the body, bringing more blood supply and circulation into the body, shaking, wiggling, you know, breathing. It gets your blood pressure. Uh, it gets your um, your blood pumping through the body, and then taking a break um, and walking. So just little things in the day we can do to um, shake it up. About you, Laura. I I like to do the seated figure four stretch too. Um, this is something you can just do to stretch your glutes, your hip muscles, your spine, and you're just sitting at your chair as tall as you can, and you cross one leg, one ankle across your other knee, and you let that that knee fall open to the side, and your legs somewhat resemble the number four. And then hinging at your hips, you just reach forward with your spine just a couple inches and you'll immediately feel a stretch in a place that's probably pretty tight from sitting. And that's a nice um, stretch for the hips. You can then even round your spine forward to let your spine stretch. And then there you would practice your breathing that we talked about earlier, taking really three conscious deep breaths and coming up and then switching to the other side. Um, it can be great if you have tightness and sciatic nerve pain. This is a great stretch to do throughout your day. You're not even getting up to do it. You're just doing it while you're taking a break from, you know, emails or working and then coming up. So there's a couple really quick things. And then you can stand up and break and shake and, you know, even stretch your hip flexors and things like that. So a lot of that's going to release some tension that's sort of pulling you into uh, poor posture. So sometimes there's, 
we need to stretch certain areas and then other areas need to be strengthened, right, to support good posture. So it's a little bit of both. But Um, movement in general will just start to bring more dynamic awareness to the body. So movement in general is good. (laughs) Just keep moving. Um, earlier in the show, um, somebody mentioned a teeth brushing exercise. Can somebody, I'm curious what that one's like. Mm -hmm. Let's see here. So basically, hopefully we're all brushing our teeth at least twice a day. (laughs) So we wrote the book in, um, keeping in mind, like that's a daily exercise that, or an activity that, um, we might be all doing. So basically, you get your toothbrush, and nowadays, um, most of us have um, the electric toothbrushes, so it's already set. It has, like, that two-minute timer. So basically, looking in the mirror in the bathroom, sensing that standing alignment, you got your toothbrush, and you set it. So the first minute, you're brushing your teeth, and we lift and lower the heels, so like calf raises, just lifting up, and lowering down while you're brushing your teeth, thinking about your all of the back body, the you know the balance of the skull over the spine. Shoulders are down, even though you've like, can you brush your teeth without a ton of tension or leaning over all the time? Like, can we be upright? Just as long as you don't get toothpaste on your shirt. Um, and then, as after the first minute of lifting and lowering your heels, then you just bend your knees and you know straight. You can put the toothbrush down and just do some just some nice knee bends, um, and that's basically it. So that becomes part of your morning ritual and your, your evening ritual. You're getting stronger calves. You're getting more blood supply down through the leg. Um, you're keeping your shoulders down while you're doing this activity twice a day. So, again, it just starts to bring – it starts to become a ritual, which then becomes something that you will do every day, which then means you're practicing awareness. You're practicing awareness of your posture. Um, yeah, I, li- I like that your exercises are, are fitting in because we're all, I mean, when I brush my teeth, I'm just standing there. So, you know, why not add in something that's going to help, you know, on another level rather than just good dental hygiene, <laughs> um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, do two, two yeah. things at once, multitask, that's our world these days, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so in your book, you also have um, other things, uh, tips, and I know one thing that um, is probably important is to talk about posture while you're sleeping. Can somebody just explain yeah. what, how important that is and then what that looks like? Well, it's interesting. We do hopefully spend, you know, seven to nine hours sleeping every night because that's when our body really restores and repairs and replenishes and I mean it's definitely one of the most important things we do and hopefully one of the more enjoyable things we do but um, we can't sleep with much conscious control of our body so it often means we end up maybe laying on a shoulder or you know letting our spine tuck or our pelvis and sort of throws off our posture without even realizing it because you're just sleeping so um Sleeping on your tummy is really bad for you because it pulls your neck out of alignment. So you do need, you can train your body to sleep in a healthier position. If you are lying on your side, you want to make sure that you're supporting your spine so it doesn't sag into the bed. So you might put a pillow underneath your waist to 
keep that spine lifted a little bit and more in what we call a neutral spine. You could definitely place a pillow between your knees so your hip doesn't sink and keeps your hips stacked. And then you just want to position your head so your jaw joints are free from pressure um, and you're keeping your shoulders stacked. So, you know, you just kind of have to start out there if it's not natural. But usually the pillow between the knees and under the waist actually feels better for people who don't realize that that's happening. And so that helps if you're a side sleeper. If you're a back sleeper, that's really the best position to sleep in, but you want to make sure your head's supported and then you could put a pillow underneath your knees, um, which would give you a little support for your low back and everything. So it is important, one, to sleep and two, to kind of figure out how to pillow yourself up so that you don't wake up with pain in the morning, right? And then you could go right into our morning stretch, which is just to take a second before you even get out of bed to just wake up and stretch by opening your body into a big X and just going like, okay, there's my fingers and my toes and and then hugging your knees into your chest so you can stretch your low back. And then just getting, before you just jump out of bed and rush around, like taking a second to just round forward as your feet hit the floor and maybe drum on your back a little bit and just wake it up and do a little bit of a roll up and a roll down there, then you're checked in with your body and maybe maybe it'll tell you something. Maybe it's like, okay, today you're ready to go or today maybe take it a little easy because you don't feel great so that you're more mindful and then you don't push and then really suffer. You're kind of always checking in and your body is so intelligent and we're made so well that, you know, if we start to practice listening to our bodies and quieting our minds a little bit every day, it really, it, it will give you some information and you'll feel more connected, more grounded, and probably have a better start to your day. Um, I, when, one of the things that, um, you mentioned earlier as well as about gardening and I've, I've had people tell me, you know, when they're gardening, they're hurting themselves. So is there a way that people can protect their posture when they're gardening? Yeah. I mean, again, it's really about awareness, hobbies like gardening, crafting, you know, sewing where we're, we're all done in positions where they can just, they're kind of more of a, a small range of motion where we're there in the same position for a long time. So one, you want to make sure when you are gardening, um, again, it's about awareness. Um, are you even aware of your body when you're doing it? Um, get a pad under your knees, um, make sure to bend at the hips and not the waist. So that's like, if you were to round forward and just always bend from your waist, that's going to put a lot of pressure on the spine. But learning where the hips are and how to fold from the hips is a really big one for doing, you know, like squatting really deeply and moving from the hips is really good. And get as close as you can from the work or to the work. So when you're pulling the weeds, you don't want to have to, you know, really, you know, get really on top of it so that you're, you're using biomechanics, you're using gravity to help balance your body while you're doing the work. And then when you get up from gardening, make sure to stretch. Um, there's a lot of exercises in the book that would be helpful. Um, just kind of like, um, just I'm thinking of some of the exercises. That like would the band stretch for yeah. your legs or the pelvic clocks and tilts for your low back just to stretch out because you obviously work the muscles and everything when you're doing activities. It's nice to unwind your body. Mm-hmm. 
And is gardening one of those exercises that we should get up from every hour and kind of move around as well? If somebody's sitting there, you know, on their knees and doing stuff for a long time, should they get up and move around? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You will feel so much better. Yeah, um, and with but it's gardening, great to garden. A lot of, yeah, it's great <laughs> to garden. It's good to be in the earth. With gardening, it's it's a lot because you you're in a position and then you get up and then you lift a heavy bag. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> taking a moment to to bend the knees and really let the you know I would say the hips. That's what's coming up to me for me right now. Just really finding your hips and bending your knees and letting the body absorb the forces um, properly, and then picking up the bag um, of soil or whatever it is. You don't want to go from being hunched over and keep that posture and then try to pick something up. That's, I think, where injury happens. So, so what's, the proper way, what's the proper way to lift something up? Lifting? It's, uh, you yeah. know, again, you're going to, what Nikki said for gardening is watch where you're bending from. You need to squat down, bending by, from your knees and not your back, and you need to square your shoulders with your hips and and I think another, you know, important thing is that you really keep yourself more upright versus anytime you lean way forward and reach, you're really loading your back. And so if it's not healthy and supported, then over time, that's going to be really bad for your back. So you need to kind of lift it, lift the object very close to your body, go straight up using the strength of your legs, exhale to help engage your core. And then if it's too heavy, just get some help. <laughs> Sometimes we just forget to ask for help, you know, a little bit. Like, and we just got to get it done, you know. And I think that's yeah. at least where I get in trouble, where I'm like, why did I do that? I just needed to go. Somebody would have totally helped me with that big, heavy piece of furniture that I wanted to move, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> but you can, you know, you can do it. And, and you'll see a lot of pictures in our book or if you um, follow us on Instagram, we kind of throw out those pictures and give little tips throughout the day to, you know, just remind us all. I mean, we're doing it because we need the reminders too. <laughs> it's sort of a win-win, you know, if we talk about it, I'm like, oh yeah, I need to stand up right now. I'm telling everyone else to, you know, so. And you're sitting there on, on the internet and typing and forgetting to stand up. So yeah. you have to remind yourself, Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So yeah, even if it, you have the information, exactly. Even if you have yeah. the information in the body, it still requires like presence. You still have to do it. You still have to show and, up. And, and it does go back to what I think you said, um, Rebecca, is that it you you have to first just accept it, right? Like there's that resistor mm-hmm. in us that's like, well, I don't need to do it. What's the difference? It's not going to change, or it's not that bad, you know. So that person's not going to make any changes, right? Because they don't believe they can. Once you really believe you can and you notice that, then you become more in awe of the body and you actually are like, wow, this is so crazy. I can make changes. I can make healthy choices. I can, you know, I don't have to suffer. I can feel good. And that's actually, I mean, really taking a step out because I think nowadays, I mean, just go in a coffee shop. Go look around. Nobody's sitting up straight. Everyone's looking at their phones or their computers. Everyone's working. And you almost stand out if you have good posture. It's like you're mm-hmm. going to make a statement, but it's that's good. You know, I think okay. we need to have more people doing that so that it's like becomes culturally what our children see us do, right? We're learning yeah. this posture subconsciously by just seeing what our parents do too or our mentors or people we look up to, right? Yeah. 
Um, so yeah. we're going to have to end the show. Um, I love this topic, and I'm just wondering um, if there's a, a way people can get a hold of you or find your book if they have any further questions. Absolutely. Our book's for sale on Amazon. They can search for it on Amazon. You can go to painfreepostorehandbook.com or follow us at Painfree Posture Handbook on Instagram or Facebook. You can reach out, out to us. Or, and we have videos on YouTube, the Pain-Free Posture Handbook channel. So any social, me- social media handle, we have our book, um, the Pain-Free Posture Handbook. You'll find us, and we love to hear from you. We want to know if it's helping. We want to know if you need some pointers in certain areas. And, I mean, that's why we're doing it, because we want to connect with people and see how this changes. You know, we've had a lot of great feedback so far with people going like, the book's easy to use, it's helpful, it's reminding me to do things, I'm out of pain, I went on a trip to Ireland for three weeks and I didn't get sore because I did a few of the tips, you know, so we're seeing great results with it and we really want other people to get it into their hands so that they can feel good, they can be pain-free. That's great. Um, So I want to thank you both for coming on the show today. Thank you. Great. Thank you. This is great. Thanks. So yeah. Much. Yeah. Thank you. The, um, it was a good show today. We were talking with Laura Anderson and Nikki Allstatter. They are the authors of the Pain-Free Posture Handbook. Um, and uh, it, it, as they said, you can find this book on Amazon and it is um, easy to read and follow. So if you're just looking for something you can fit in your life to help with pain, um, you know, get this book and find it. And I want to thank you all for listening and be sure to make today a great day. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Falling Through the Cracks. Feel alive and thrive. Please join Dr. Rebecca Risk again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We'll talk more next week.